Don't Keep Your Day Job is sponsored by Pocket, your space to absorb all the amazing content you find on the web. Fill the Pocket app with those articles, long reads, and videos that catch your eye and create a quiet corner to focus on your interests. Transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. Download from your app store. Thanks to Latote for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. With Latote, you can rent unlimited fashion. Just wear, return, and discover fashion that fits you better. It'll take the stress out of getting dressed. Go to latote.com to get started. Enter promo code DREAMJOB at checkout to get 20% off your first month. Again, that's latote.com. Enter code DREAMJOB. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. How's your day going? How's your week going? Um, how many of you are following me on Instagram? You should come on over and follow me there at kathy.heller. If you are following me, you will notice that the last few days I was posting that I was feeling really sad. I was going through some stuff and I actually told my therapist that sometimes I feel like a fraud because um, certain things in my life have been so dazzling, my career, my kids, and then there are certain aspects of my personal life that uh, caused me so much sadness and stress and anxiety and overwhelm, or even just managing all of this work that I've been so happy to build for myself and balancing that with my family life. You know, there's, there's some overwhelm there and trying to make some choices now, you know, do we stay in LA? Do we move somewhere else? But inside my mind, I wish sometimes you guys could take a visit because you would see that it it's stormy. You know, there are times where it's really intense and the reason I talk about that on Instagram is because I want you to to see the reality of it. I don't want you to have a false impression that, oh, look at this girl. She created so much of the things that she wanted and now she's going to live happily ever after. In fact, I went to dinner with uh, my best friend and her husband the other day and my husband was there too. I said, you know, I've done all of this research and I've talked to so many people and they say that when you do things that bring you a sense of purpose, you feel fulfillment and that people aren't really chasing happiness, they're chasing purpose. And I said, but I find so much purpose in what I'm doing, and I still struggle sometimes with being overwhelmed and sad and anxious. And that's because as long as we're on the planet, we're growing, and we all are dealing with teasing out and unpacking things that we went through as kids, and the way that we see the world is still so much shaped by the experiences that we've had, the good and the hard. So one thing I posted yesterday on my Instagram, which I thought I would share now because some of you haven't seen it, um, but you guys should change that. You should come on over and follow me on Instagram because I think you'll find it soothing and inspiring, um, not to mention I do a lot of giveaways too. But um, yesterday I posted that something I learned from Amber, who was on our show on Monday. I hope you guys listened to that episode because I thought it was one of the best ones we've done. Something I learned from Amber, and you know I've heard this so many times, but the the way she said it and how she said it, I really, I got it for the first time. And she said something so simple, which is, if you have a worry and you look for evidence that what you're worrying about is true, you'll find it. So the idea is you have to look for evidence that maybe the opposite is true. So let's say you're worrying that you're no good. You're going to find tons of evidence that supports that you're crazy. Look at this. Look at all these areas where you've come up short. Your brain will definitely find evidence. But if you can take a moment and turn the thought around and say to yourself, no, maybe I'm not a loser. Maybe I'm actually succeeding. You're going to find evidence of all the things that you're doing right. You know, I've talked to you guys about how 
growing up in my house, I felt pretty invisible a lot of the time. My parents were really absorbed in their own uh, messy marriage, then they got divorced, and I really was their therapist. I was their you know, go-between. I was not really just being the kid who somebody was saying, hey, how was your day? What's going on? And as a result of that, sometimes in my marriage, I can feel really invisible, and it's hard for me, and I struggle with it. My dad came to town and sometimes it sort of like touches on some of that old stuff. And I was feeling, you know, like, does my husband, does he see me? Does he get me? And then yesterday I was sitting with my two-year-old. She was homesick from school and I was showing her videos of baby photos of her, of her sister. Uh, we were looking at some old, old movies and we're watching a movie of her sister being born. And I hadn't watched those movies because, you know, you kind of, it's kind of cringeworthy watching yourself, you know, actually having a baby. Uh, those, those actual moments are hard to watch. Um, and I was sitting with her and I, I, we were watching it. And I noticed that as I was having the baby, my husband was there, you know, stroking my hair, whispering in my ear, you know, probably something nice. I couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was so there for me. And you could see on his face the amount of empathy and um, compassion he had for the amount of pain I was in. And I started to cry because in my mind, sometimes I say like, I don't know if you're there for me, if you're really there for me. And I had actually remembered it so differently. For some reason in my mind, I remembered myself feeling so alone and how painful that experience was. And for, the, for a few different reasons, I, I didn't have an epidural. And I just remember it was just super, super painful. And I just felt really alone. And here I was looking at the evidence, like I was actually watching a video and I saw that the reality of the situation was different. And I, I thought to myself, you know, what if I started to look for evidence of how much he cares about me and how much he does to show me how much he loves me? And all of a sudden I started to, you know, realize so many things that he's constantly doing. And the truth is, I wouldn't have married him if I didn't see that. And I do see that. But I have moments where I get stuck. And I think we all do. And I wanted to bring this to light because I think that pain is inevitable. I think that we are going to go through pain. I think life is dramatic. You know, you read a story and we don't get surprised when the main character goes through something painful. That is part of life, right? That's, that's part of the journey. So pain is inevitable, but suffering... I think is unnecessary a lot of times. And I think the reason we suffer is because our minds, um, sometimes when we're feeling sad about something, instead of feeling it or processing it, our minds just start spinning. And I think that what Amber is doing in her work, I think that this book she wrote, Choose Wonder Over Worry. I think that everything that she puts out, you guys should check her out on Instagram, all the things that she's doing, the workshop she leads, the things that she talks about are so essential because she's helping you Try to be aware of those crazy making stressful thoughts. And before they get to a point where they're completely overwhelming you, how can we just notice what's going on? And then can you take a second and look at the headline that you're telling yourself, you know, I'm failing. It's never going to work out. Look at this. Look at this. And your brain's going to just like be churning out evidence for that. Can you stop and see if you can? have the opposite thought. This is working out. I'm doing great. This person cares about me. And is it possible that you might start to see evidence that what you're so worried about is really not as real as you think? Because I think very often what we worry about 
And somebody said this to me once, and it's so fascinating when they said it. I was like, that's so true. My friend said to me, so often the things that you worry about are not even the things that actually come to pass. It's things you didn't worry about, things you didn't expect that actually wind up happening that really hurt. So all of this worrying, I sometimes think to myself, how much more bandwidth, how much more creative energy would I have for my kids, for my my own self, for my work, for my creative projects, if I could work on the worrying. And one thing I learned when I studied at UCLA at the Mindful Awareness Research Center is that we create neural pathways in our brain. So the more you practice worrying, you actually get better at it. And it becomes something that it's like um, when you're walking in your sandals and your shoes start to form to the contours of your feet. It's the same thing with your thought patterns. So the more you practice thinking this thing, which then kicks in a worry, it'll then really quickly put you on that spiral because there's a worn path, just like in the way you walk in your shoes and your brain starts to get super familiar and it will click through then those same slides over and over and over again. And that's why if you ever notice, there are people who tend to be you know, quick to get angry. It's because they practice that and they actually get better and faster at getting themselves to get from zero to 60. There's also people who are calmer. It's because they practice that. You have to practice it. So if you can start practicing this, um, maybe, just maybe, and I'll, I'm going to do it with you, maybe we can cut down on some of that suffering because I think we all project a certain image to our friends, to our coworkers, to our families, but inside ourselves, sometimes there's this really you know, overwhelming feeling of loneliness, anxiety, um, and I think we all have to start to be more vocal about it and stop feeling shame around it because I think it's very universal. And I think we need to do more to understand how to be aware of it and make space and maybe get in there and see if we can burst those big stressful balloons. And maybe, maybe really we are worrying about things that don't necessarily deserve all of that time and all of that attention. Okay. Before we go on, let's say thanks to one of our sponsors. Don't Keep Your Day Job is sponsored by Pocket, the app for reading, watching, and listening to all the amazing content you find on the web. If you love podcasts, you'll love Pocket's new listen feature. Any article you've saved can be read out loud, so the rest of you is free to cook, commute, work out, walk, or just relax and listen. Transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. Download from your app store or at getpocket.com. So I wanted to dive into some of your wins. I'm so excited about what you guys are doing. It's amazing. So let me tell you some of the things that this amazing community is up to. So Missy DM'd me on Instagram and she said, I've been listening to your podcast weekly now and I love it. You inspired me to get over my fear and add my husband to my team full time. I quit my day job two years ago and now he's quitting his and working alongside me in this business that we built. He's wanted to do this for months, but I was afraid to let my business be our only income source. Last week, we made the decision to just do it. And now I'm just so excited to see where we can go. Thank you for all you do for this community. You are truly an inspiration. Missy, this is so exciting and I love your stuff. I follow you on Instagram. And I've been talking to my friends about these adorable little gnomes that you create. I'm so proud of you for pushing through that fear and having the courage to try it out. She's at the little green bean on Instagram and look at what she's doing. She makes handmade home decor, including these cute little gnomes. They're super cute. And she makes them all for different seasonal holidays. You got to check them out. Okay. The next win is from Hazel. Um, She messaged me and said, I just came across your podcast and it has provided me with the inspiration and motivation I need to open my own business. I'm 22 years old, 
recently graduated from college in May, and I've been struggling so hard on choosing a career. I knew a nine to five was not for me, but I was too scared to open my own business because of my age. I graduated with a degree in event management with a dream of having my own art music event one day, and I got caught up in the motions of what society expects people to do, like graduate and get a nine to five job working for someone else. After listening to a few of your podcasts, I've decided to start building my event planning company to generate revenue so one day I can build an event of my own. Thank you for putting this podcast out in the world. Hazel, this is so sweet and thank you so much for sharing this. And it's true, just because you're young, that doesn't mean you're not totally capable of dreaming big and going out there and just doing it. Do not let those expectations of other people hold you back from what you really want to do. So guys, go give her some love. You can find her at Hazel Cat on Instagram. And Hazel, I'm super proud of you. I cannot wait to see what incredible things you're going to create. Here's another amazing win John posted on our Facebook group. Uh, opened my donut shop and we are selling out all of our donuts every day in less than 90 minutes. John, this is crazy. Congratulations on opening your shop and on all of your success. And guys, you remember we mentioned John back in August. He had just quit his job and look, it's two months later and look at this incredible progress he's made. He now has his own donut shop and it's doing so well and I'm certain that it's only gonna go up from here. So please, please use this as a reminder that when you keep stepping forward and testing your product, building that runway and grasping onto that belief that this will work out, magical yummy things can happen and go check out his donut shop it's called hook and press donuts on facebook and instagram and those donuts look so good it's no wonder they're selling out in less than 90 minutes we'll definitely have to go to santa barbara to try them out and hopefully there will still be a few left okay so now we're going to answer a couple questions kimberly posted in the facebook group she said i hate to be a debbie downer but i'm feeling a little blue today i'm wondering how you guys deal with competitors that are outdoing you in sales visibility and brand awareness i own a product-based company targeting the gift market. Even though I produce products that are very niche, there are still competitors out there. One competitor in particular is killing it. I look at her website and all the press she's getting and want to th just throw my hands in the air and give up. I don't even look at my competitors very often, but this morning I read an article about gifts for the holidays, which made me look this person up again. I know there's plenty of room for all of us out there, but our products are really similar to one another. Any word of advice would be greatly appreciated. So before I dive in, I want to share some of the advice that other people in our Facebook group community shared with her. So Ginny said that Kimberly should take a look at Harrow, which is Help a Reporter Out. It's a website, which is a great way to get featured in the press. And Vanessa shared her struggles and said, I'm really feeling that lately too. I've had the worst month on Etsy since I lost my job and I have no idea why. I don't have any direct competitors that I'm thinking of, but two people close to me have booming businesses and they don't even make any effort at advertising. Another girl just seems to have the Midas touch. Everything she decides to do is a landslide success. Meanwhile, I'm over here listing and sewing and posting to social media every day and I can't pay my bills. So yeah, I'm also just trying to keep going. So here's what I would say. Anything that you want to offer to the world, whether you're selling a product, you're teaching a course, you're making your paintings, you want someone to support an event that you're going to be throwing together, whatever you're going to offer, you need an audience. And I think that we forget that that needs to be something that we're really working on is building your audience, going straight to the folks who would be your people. When Seth Godin was on the show, he said, you know, marketing used to be just interrupting people. You'd be watching a TV show and all of a sudden there'd be an ad for toothpaste. It doesn't work anymore. But what does work, he said, is radical empathy, thinking about who's listening connecting with them, valuing those three people, knowing that if those three people start to really love what you're saying, you're not going to have to do marketing because those three people are going to tell their three friends and 
so on and so forth. And he said, and that's really the marketing that you want. You want to create something that's such an honest, empathetic conversation where you're really understanding who's listening and you're making things that speak to their pain points and inspire them that they then start talking about it around the water cooler. They talk about it in the carpool line, picking up their kids. They text their friends about it because it makes them feel seen. And he said, in societies where people work to make other people feel seen, they never have to worry about people seeing them. But in places where we're always trying to get people to see us, we come up short. So how can we understand how to take empathy and create things and conversations and valuable content, whether it's a blog post or an Instagram post or a Facebook Live that are going to help people feel seen and connected? And you won't have to worry so much about doing marketing. You just have to build your tribe. And I know you've been making friends your whole life. So we really just need to think about at the seed level, you are what people want and how can you share more of that so that they feel more seen as well. Okay, we're going to thank another one of our sponsors and we'll be right back. When I go to the store, I'm usually with my kids and I just walk around pulling things off the racks. I walk up and pay for things and I know that some of it's not going to fit and I'm going to have to return it. And then I come home and I have this like bag that's now full of things I'm supposed to return and I haven't gotten around to return it because I don't have the time. So it's not a very effective way to shop when I'm with my kids and I don't have the time to try things on. So I love Latote because it allows me to just like click around and let them know the kinds of things I like and then they put together a box for me and they send it to me every month and I can kind of like see what I like and whatever I don't like, I just, you know, ship it right back and they give me all the stuff to ship it back super easy. With the tote, you get the right styles in your right size delivered right to your door. And when you're done, you can just send it back. And it's really cool because Latote measures pieces by brand with their fit and seamstress teams to match the universal and your specific sizing. Rent pieces that fit, send them back when you're done and repeat. With Latote, you can rent unlimited fashion, just wear, return and discover fashion that fits you better. It's going to take the stress out of getting dressed. Go to latote.com. That's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. Enter promo code DREAMJOB at check out to get 20% off your first month. Again, that's latote.com and enter code dreamjob. Guys, so last night I went to Alex Benayan's uh, book launch party. He he happens to live in LA, not too far from me. And so we went to this beautiful house in North Beverly Hills, beautiful. Sahara Rose was there, got to hang out with her a little bit. And um, he got up and spoke about his book, The Third Door. How many of you heard his episode on the show? If you haven't heard it, I really recommend you go back and listen. It was one of my favorite episodes. He's so enthusiastic. He has such a pure soul and his story is just incredible. He's talked to some of the greatest people, Steven Spielberg, Maya Angelou, Bill Gates, Lady Gaga, and he wanted to ask them, you know, how did you do this? You know, how did you go from making software in your garage to becoming who you are? And in order to do that, he um, quit college, went on The Price is Right, won the whole showcase, sold everything so that he could drop out of school and uh, convince his parents that he could then fund his dream of going around the world, meeting all these people. And he did. It's an amazing story. It's an incredible book. But one thing I wanted to comment on, he said last night that there was a teacher from Teach for America who was working in a classroom and she told the kids to take out some crayons and some blank paper and draw what they wanted to be when they grew up. And everybody was busy drawing except for one kid who was staring at a blank sheet of paper. And she walked over and she said, come on. And she was trying to encourage the kid to dream and to draw. And she walked away. She saw he started to draw something and she came back a moment later and he drew a picture of a pizza delivery man. And all the other kids drew other things. You know, somebody drew a president of the United States, somebody drew an astronaut, somebody drew a doctor, somebody drew a children's author. People drew all different kinds of things. And she called this little boy's mom and she said, I want to talk to you. I'd love to sit down and have tea with you. And she met up with this little boy's mom and she said to her, you know, 
I'm not surprised that he drew a pizza delivery man because he only has three male role models in his life and two of them are in jail and the other one is a pizza delivery man. So the teacher said, children will reach for the highest branch that they believe is possible. And so what this little kid saw in his life, the greatest thing possible he felt would be to be delivering pizza. And so Alex shared this story last night and he said, maybe our job is, you know, more than strategies and tactics and building your business. It's really showing you and making sure every kid and every adult and every person really sees what's possible because ultimately we reach for what we believe is the highest rung that we can see. So one of the reasons I do this show, we've talked about that before, is because I want to show you so many different ways that you can actualize your gifts and your talents and serve the world in ways that maybe weren't modeled for you, but they are there and it is doable. And so I hope that week after week, and even listening to the wins of our listeners, you know, people who are making a living, uh, making little gnomes in their workshop. One of our listeners made a, a mobile bookstore. She made a bookstore on wheels. And I want you to just see what's possible so that you can reach for that and aspire to do those things. So I want to give a shout out to the groups that have been meeting up. You guys know we've been putting together these don't keep your day job listening groups all over the country and all over the world. It's so, so cool. If you want to be a part of one, you can go to the show notes and you can find a link. You can also find a link to sign up in my Instagram bio, but it's amazing. You know, people are meeting up in groups all over the world. They're talking about the episodes. They're talking about things that they're taking away from the episodes and then talking about how they can actually start implementing this into their life. And they're supporting one another, brainstorming together, giving each other that accountability and, and helping push each other forward so that these ideas don't remain in their head, but they actually start to do them. Like Amber said on her episode on Monday, she said, don't die with your gift still inside of you. And she talked about losing her father and he was killed in a car accident and he had so much inside of him. And she said, she's on a mission to help people get these things out and to get them messy so that they can stop overthinking it and start doing it. So I think these groups are one of the best ways for you guys to take the inspiration you might feel listening to the show and then go do something about it in a supportive environment. It's amazing what we can do when people around us are all in on our ideas. It's amazing how that will propel us forward. So I want to tell you how these groups are doing. Larie emailed us and said that the Arizona group got to introduce themselves via email and they're going to schedule an in-person meeting soon, which is super cool. So here's what they're up to. Erin is an accountant, which she's inspiring to be in the health and wellness space and she's afraid of giving up her career. Chrissy is going to be moving to Arizona in the spring, so she's getting her foundation set for when she moves there. Allison is in the loan servicing industry, but she's an aspiring blogger and author. And Lurie is currently in customer service, but wants to be a full-time photographer and her biggest fear is failure. So this is just one of the groups and what they're talking about. And I think it's great that they're even just having that conversation so that hopefully they can all, you know, transition out of the things that they're doing with most of their time that they don't like. Um, Lurie also added, she said, I love hearing your music and wish there was a station on Spotify or YouTube. Uh, You guys, there is tons of places where you can hear my music. I do have a Kathy Heller uh, station on Spotify and you can listen to my music on YouTube and on iTunes. And thank you guys. So sweet. So thank you, Larie, for sending us the info and for the Arizona pod for being vulnerable and opening up and sharing what they're struggling with. I think that's the first step, 
realizing you're not alone in your fears and your anxieties, and then having those people around you who can encourage you to show up even with the fear. So let us know if you want to join a meetup group. You can sign up through the link in the show notes, or you can email us at hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com and just say, hey, I'm really interested in joining a meetup group. I live in this area. Let me know if there's a listening group I can join, and my team will connect you to a group. Also, you guys, we're going to be doing live tapings of the podcast. If you're in the LA area, if you want to come, we're starting November 1st, then there'll be one on November 15th and a couple in December. Basically, you'll be sitting in on the conversations I'm having with these amazing experts and artists and creative entrepreneurs. Plus, you'll have a chance to ask them some questions. And if you get a friend to sign up also to come to the event, you'll be entered to win a chance to get on the stage and we can workshop your business idea a little bit and I can sort of give you some ideas. So if you want to grab a seat, you can go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash live and you'll find there a form to sign up for the event. Don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash live. We'll have a link in the show notes. Also, it's only 10 bucks to come to one of these live tapings. They're going to be at the Hudson Theater um, starting November 1st. I cannot wait to keep connecting with you guys and seeing you in person there. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to share any of the wins you're having or questions with us for next Thursday's episode, you can DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller, kathy with a C. By the way, I read and respond to all of my DMs myself and I post on Instagram every single day. I'd love to see you guys over there. I'll be doing a big giveaway soon. So come on over, follow me on Instagram. I tend to give away some anthropology gift cards every few weeks. You can also post your questions in our Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. And while you're at it, go ahead and introduce yourself there because everyone there is incredibly kind and supportive. It's an amazing community of beautiful souls. And if you like this episode, if you like any of our episodes, it would mean the world if you took a second and share the show with a friend. Maybe you'll sprinkle a little inspiration on somebody's day. Share the show. It takes a second. It's free to do it. It makes a huge difference. If every single one of you shared the show today, it would double our audience, which would have a huge impact on the way our sponsors support our show, which would help me and my team to keep creating more events and to keep creating more incredible resources for you guys. So I love you. Thank you for listening. Each and every one of you is so important to me. You lift me up like a million helium balloons. I'm going to leave you with a song of mine and I'm going to talk to you next Monday. 